Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 506 of the show. This episode is all about tips and tricks on how to scale your business to get it to next levels. This is a lot of do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. So make sure you have pen and paper or your notes section open on your phone. And if you end up loving it as much as I think you will, make sure you screenshot it, put it in your stories, tag me at I'm Boss Lee, and tell a friend. You can actually grab the exact link from this episode and put it in your Instagram story so people can just click it. And then it's super easy also to share that to any chats or groups that you might be in. If you love the show as much as I think you will, make sure you leave a five-star review over on Apple iTunes or wherever you can leave reviews. And as always, make sure you subscribe. If you want more training that's exclusive, make sure you go to Jesse Lee Telegram com. This is all in the show notes, by the way. And we have a pop-up Telegram channel that has extra training. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Hope you love the show. And by the way, if anything in here sounds like an income claim, I am not normal. It's very hard work to, to have crazy success in a network marketing business. So work hard. Okay, bye. Got that handled. So uh, today we're going to talk about scaling your actual business. And this is really important, obviously, because uh, we need to get everybody from rank four to rank five, rank five to rank six, six to seven, seven to eight, eight to nine, nine to 10, and 10 to legend. And so scaling a business is not actually the same as as growing a business, um, because scaling your business is the actual ability to handle the pressure of increasing the sales, handle the pressure of having to go to the post office more, right? Handle things in a cost-effective manner, like having to, oh yeah, having to, uh, da, 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 there you go. <laughs> um, having to buy more mailers, having to pay for better internet, like Leslie said, having to pay maybe for staff to get f- photography. As an example, of course, I was talking last night with a lab We're talking about my photos that I've been doing. Part of my 90 day run is a photo shoot every single, um, every single week. And it's not inexpensive guys. I mean, I mean, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not dumb. It's not, it's, I, it's a necessary expense, but good photography is not cheap. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, but it is important because I was saying, and Sydney was nodding like this, like her head was popping off. My, everyone knows I make money. And I think with the amount of selfies I take and the amount of whatever, it don't make, look like I make that much money, okay? And so I'm <laughs> like, all right, let me fix this situation. Let me hire a freaking photographer. All right, and Sydney's like, yeah, like, thank God you're doing this. So now three weeks in a row, I've never done three, um, I've never done that before. I've never had three photo shoots three weeks in a row. And so I'm pumped and excited. Wait till you see some of these photos. They are ridiculous. Uh, but that, But scaling business is all this extra stuff, right? Making sure you... Um, can increase your output in a cost-effective, reasonable manner. Um, and so this also helps when it comes to turnover and um, things of that nature because a lot of the time when you're starting to grow really fast, it's hard to scale and grow even faster because there are new pressures, right? There are a lot of new pressures. Um, so, yeah, I don't mind. So this photographer, uh, I, was, I, was, I had two hours booked to shoot with her, and I did not use two hours. I ended up using 45 minutes, but that was not because of her. That was because of me. And I still paid her for her time um, because that's obviously the right thing to do. There was also a set amount of photos. Um, and so she she is actually, I think she's underpriced for the, I hope she doesn't listen to my podcast. I'm just kidding. All right. But uh, <laughs> I think she's underpriced for how freaking good her photography is. Uh, she guarantees 45 photos with 24 hour turnover to have them edited, which is really fast, but that's what you need if you're going to, if you want branding photography, because you need something that is really, really, really quick and is, especially with how quick we change. Like my makeup looks different one day, you know, my hair is changing too quickly, um, where I'm physically, um, I even forgot about him, Adele, um, where, you know, where I physically might be if I'm like doing a business deal or something. So anyway, she was only $500 for the two hours. 
Um, which I, and she's, it's beautiful. Just wait for you. Wait, wait until you see. And the turnaround ended up being like 12 hours. She said, I just really liked editing your photos. So I just couldn't stop editing them. I was like, okay, damn. Um, and there's different tiers of it as well. So like you, you wouldn't have to do, I, I did, I was like, yeah, just give me your biggest package or whatever. Like that's what I want. Um, and a lot of photographers will do little mini shoots for 50 bucks, hundred bucks here and there. So you might be able to find some people who can you, you, like expect five photos, but like, you know, um, they, some of them are looking for some quick work and they're still really talented and they'll book you a half, maybe max half hour session or whatever. But a lot of you, you can get it done. Okay. Uh, and then I, the guy who did the Lambo photos though, um, that I'm glad I tried another photographer too. Cause I actually, I really like the Lambo photos. I don't like the second photo shoot. I don't like the lighting or whatever he did. I don't like his indoor editing. Um, so I tried another local photographer, obviously, as you see. And, um, he, he was 1250 for an hour. So 1,250 for an hour. Um, I did get like 75 or 80 photos a shoot, but, um, yeah. So anyway, um, so, so anyway, uh, just to answer your question, but anyway, so please, yeah, definitely check portfolios. Um, and I really, I liked, I really liked his outdoor stuff. I just didn't end up liking his indoor stuff, but Leslie obviously is a photographer. So she's giving you really good advice on that right now. All right. So, um, Anyway, so we've got to scale our businesses. And so there's a couple of things inside of this and we're going to rock and roll through them. I know obviously I like to explain, but how many of you can agree that it's probably really important for you to figure out ways to not, yeah, to simplify and also to be able to, you know, everything from outsource to identify the problems that are going inside your business in order to grow. Like how many of you want to grow and you kind of feel like, ah, wow, right? Okay, and there's like little things missing. Yeah, of course. So um, that's what we're going to talk about today because that's the topic. Worried you can't maintain or keep up with current growth. Right, 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 right. Okay, so first of all, I really think that everybody needs to understand like why, you know, what is your purpose? So much of scaling your business is going to be reliant on creating your customer loyalty, right? And so if you focus, you focus, you focus, you focus, you focus on your team and you focus on those customers and you focus on serving, um, you're going to end up having a lot of people that align with your values and it's much easier than to actually scale. You've got people then that don't want to leave you. I think sometimes we aren't thinking about this and we accidentally shove people away. One of the things I'm really proud of with our team is our attrition rate is extremely low. And the reason why our attrition, well, there's a lot of reasons why our attrition rate, that means people quitting is extremely low. And a lot of that is because the even when it's hard to make these decisions, the if it's not the lab, it was the trainers. If it wasn't those people, it was advice from Lisa Grossman and other mentors of mine. You have to be willing sometimes to, to chop off parts to save the whole, you know? Um, and as much as it sucks, it just, it is what it is, right? But if people are not aligned on the same purpose, you're going to have a really hard time scaling. So look inside of your organization and ask yourself, are the people that I'm spending the most time with the people that can actually help me scale this and grow this? Make sense? Now, if you listen to this Gary Vaynerchuk podcast that I recommended already the other day, the other day, oh my God, Jesse Lee, get your brain together. Uh, I did recommend it the other day. You know what, Jesse Lee, you're right. Uh, a couple minutes ago also. <laughs> um, he talks about having the, and I talked about it last night too on, uh, during book club, but you have to sometimes have the humility to step back and get rid of those people who are maybe performing the way you would want, you want them to, to have everybody else rise up. He uses the example of sales and he talks about how businesses 
oftentimes will not fire the top sales rep because they are producing the most revenue. Make sense? Of course it makes sense. Because they get so, oh my God, oh my God, but like, how could I possibly get rid of um, Amber Higgins? Like, sorry, she's just sitting there on my screen and she crushes, obviously. I can't get rid of Amber. You know, she's bringing in so much more than everybody else. Like, if Amber were a problematic, trouble child, like, step one is not just cut her off the legs, right? Like, step, you, you distance and you see how she reacts, right? You, you, you kind of, you take her out of situations where you, you take her out of the trainer's chat, right? Like you, you move her away. You take a little bit of access away, a little bit of access away, a little bit of access away. And then ultimately, if you have to make the decision, buy Amber right now, it's Amber's a great example because we're obviously not talking about Amber, but so many of you, there is somebody in your team. You have sensed it for a very long time. The energy's off. The attitude's off. The way they speak to you is off. The way they speak about the team is off. The way they do their their live videos. The way they po- they won't post about a giveaway. They won't. Oh no, I'm not a lot. I'm not this. I'm not that. Like just just pay attention because you already know the answer. You don't need coaching from me on it. You literally know the answer, but you have scarcity in your mind. The problem is you can't scale your business if you're so focused on that person because quite frankly, that one person is affecting the rest of your entire team, I promise you. That one person is making Whitney and Chelsea and Sarah and Deb and Celeste and Helena and Jen and Jenny and Adele and Deb and Carol and Annalie and Amanda and Leslie and Brooke and Renee feel some type of way and they might not say something. But it's affecting all of them and they're not growing. And so I love that that podcast because he's just like, too many of you are so worried about what other people will say or what those people will even say, those people will even say about you that you won't take a step back to be able to leap everybody else forward. And if you want to grow this thing big, you're gonna have to make those decisions. And it's and it's not, you know, Amber, it's not even just someone who's really good at sales, right? I had to back away from um one of the people who in, who is partially responsible. Because, I mean, I'm not an a-hole. I can admit what it is. Who's partially responsible for uh, bringing a very large chunk of the European team to our team. Right? And as soon as I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is years ago now, right? It was protecting the whole. And no. Uh, and, yeah, and yeah, some people thought, oh, God, you know, why is Jesse Lee... And now, three years later, everyone's like, holy crap, you saw that coming? I'm like, yeah, saw that coming. So you have to make the decisions sometimes that are right. And it did make for some of the build in Germany a little bit slower. It did definitely take some of the volume away when they were trying to grow initially. Um, And it it affected the Netherlands at the beginning as well, for sure. Um, There was a lot of drama in the Netherlands because that's uh, that's one of the legs as well that comes uh, that originates from that. And now look at it, though. Now look at what's happening in Europe, right? Because now that person is no longer affiliated whatsoever. So I want you just to kind of think about these kinds of things. It made the build a little bit slower and it just made the business better. And so it's allowed us to scale in Europe because there's a level of trust, okay? So, all right, next, identify the milestones if you want to scale. So do this and do it well, right? Identify... Your actual, your actual money in, money out on your business, right? You need to know what your budget should be for incentives if you want that, right? You should know what your budget is for events. You should know um, 
how much money you need to sell in trials to, to be above whatever it is to go be able to do whatever it is for your team, right? Maybe you want to do swag for them. Maybe you want to um, have a dinner for them at Empire U. Maybe you want to cover somebody's plane ticket or hotel room or I don't know, whatever it is you want to do for Empire U. Maybe you want to have gift bags for them when they show up, you know? Maybe you want to do something special for all your new rank threes. Like, have you thought about these different things? And do you know the amount of the money that should be allocated for that? And then are you able and are you ready to then scale that, right? Then you can hit a timeline now, now that I said Empire U, I know your brain went straight to timeline. I know you did. That's just the way brains work, right? Like, okay, so now Lynn's nodding over there. Oh, my God, <laughs> right? So now you're like, okay, I have two months to figure out exactly what that is. I need to budget this out. Okay, so this, this, this. I already made I, – I was fine with budgeting my trip there. I didn't even think about that, right? But now you're, think, now you're thinking bigger. Now you're thinking who can I, who can I get to that rank? Who can I push? What incentives can I drive, Right? And so focus on the things that actually are the milestones that matter for different people than just you. And then also setting those milestones for your team. You know, one of the most important things you can do is set dates for stuff and then really run like hell for that. Like, um, if someone can, if, um, somebody can mess, it could be put in notion or something. I need to find out how many pro champs we have because I've been asked so many times and I just need to take a, a moment to actually find out what the answer to that is. Um, but like this 145 thing that's going on on our team right now, how cool is this? I mean, I know it's actually this call, so I'll just leave it at that. Like, it's really cool to see the amount of people in all of these chats and all of these threads on all of these Zooms. We're like, I'm 145. No, I'm 145. I'm 145. And then the people who go, I'm not 145, but I'm 150. Like I'm 150 and I'm hitting it by the end of next month. And I'm like, you're probably not 150 if you're going to give it a whole month. You know, you're probably going to be like 160, <laughs> you know, but I'm just kidding. But like, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's so many people who are setting the milestone and they're setting a time frame around it as well. And so make sure around everything you're setting these different milestones. Um, you know, and, and I know it's easier said than done, but really I know there's still some of you on this call who have yet to write down those goals, right? Some of you still haven't written down what you're going to do in this 90 day run and we're on day 11. Like, I'm not going to call any of you out because I don't know who it is, but you know I'm right. It's okay. Just make sure you, if you really want to scale this, you give yourself the tools necessary to actually make it go up, right? All right, the next thing if you want to scale is, and I kind of already said this, I'm like kind of alluding to things already, but you got to focus on risk reducers, right? Any, any team attribute that reduces risks for customers, reduces risks for team members, okay? So can you guys think about things like, obviously, simple proven results, obviously, the giveaways, obviously, pick three better me, obviously, uh, the you know bundle packages, obviously, Empire U, right? All of these things are risk reducers. All of these things scale a business. We don't tend to focus on them enough because it becomes, shoot, boards. I could go on and on. All of these things are risk reducers. The way we show people how to TikTok, the way we show them how to do reels, the way Sydney put together a brand train, the way the 90-day run is actually set up. I have never been asked so much for something in my life as I've been asked for, can you show me exactly what you're doing in the 90-day run? Like, no. You can just watch me. That's about all you're going to get. Um... You know, people think I'm like, no, there are things that are that are holy to the empire. I know you think I share everything on online. I certainly do not. People, you know, like, no, um, the amount of people who, you know, they, heaven forbid they message Jenny for the PDF that Jenny typed up. 
you know, these people, can you please send me your, your, um, your 90 day PDF that, um, I saw some screenshots of? No, it's not mine. Well, yaha, it's your team. No, no, no. See, I don't think you understand. It's our team. And that's not my document. It's not mine to share. Right? Like these are risk reducers, you know, it, and you can feel it on your, uh, your social media. I know you can. When people on other teams say things, when people uh, in other companies say things, and you're just like, I mean, we're on the safest team in network marketing. I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, like we have a lot of risk reducers that allow us to scale our business. And the more we talk about those, the better off you are. I was in a, um, a small group coaching call yesterday and I said, you know what's funny is um, the law of familiarity is, is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Do you guys know what that is? The law of familiarity is when you're around something so much that you just stop appreciating it. We've all done it, okay? So don't feel bad about this. It's like, I, I'll use Eric as an example. I have to remind myself to take photos with Eric Worre. I have no less than 200 photos with him. Just like me on my telephone, not including all the stage shots that people have taken and whatever. Countless videos, whatever. You know, there's a law of familiarity with him. I catch myself sometimes having to smack myself like, Jesse Lee, you are halfway paying attention in the middle of this freaking mastermind, you know, like, or whatever. But it's because there's a law of familiarity and you see it on our team all the time. Right. And this is what I was talking about on the call. I was like, it, you guys, and I don't say it to be a, a braggy biatch because you know, it's true. You literally have access to the number one network marketer in the world, and I spend time with a lot of you, or you live down the street from me, and I, don't, I hardly ever see you, right? And then when I do see you, we, oh, I forgot again to take a photo. Yeah, I know, <laughs> like, you know, but there's all, the, it's just the law of familiarity. It's the same reason why Zoom calls, we want to punch these people in the face, right? We're like, you have access to Jesse Lay, you know? And they're like, oh, I know, but I can, I, I, da, da. Um, and the reason I was thinking about it was actually during the 90-day run, because they have... 90 straight days of me because I'm going to be on, I'm on book club. Right. And it's one of the reasons why some of those little things are dwindling here and they, here and there. It's the law of familiarity. So, uh, sometimes you gotta do some things to kind of shock some people, right? Shock them into reality. Um, and it's totally normal. So I don't want any of you to feel bad if you're like, Oh my God, that's me. I always forget to take a, like guys, I just told you I do it with Eric all the time. That's not me shaming you. Okay. I'm just letting you know, have an awareness around this because if you want to scale your business, I want you to, uh, if it, oh, wow, we have 36 pro champs, by the way. Can someone write that down? So there's 36 pro champs and above. Thank you, Courtney, for counting that. Um, if you want to scale your business, utilize all of the resources you have. The amount of people that follow me online that some of you have seen this. I'll be walking down the street in a town that's in a, oh my God, my photo shoot yesterday. I didn't tell any of you this. I'm in the middle of a photo shoot. I'm sitting on the ground and this guy runs up to me like a 45 year old man, like not hot by the way. Okay. Don't get excited. I mean, I, I know that sounded really exciting for a minute. Okay. Um, came like running up to me. Oh my God. I didn't think I'd ever see you in person. Oh my God. I'm a huge fan. And like my photographer is like, Oh, it really is like that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really like that. Okay. But it happens, happens all the time. Right. The amount of people when I'm in Vegas, you know, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. It's weird because I'm like, it's just me, dude. Like definitely peed like 
three hours ago, you know, like definitely uh, woke up sleepy just like you, you know, um, but it makes you, it, it makes you think if you want to scale this, you have the right to leverage me all the time. And you're the only team on planet earth that can actually say that, right? There's people who tag me all the time and say, this is my mentor. Yeah. But like, do you actually get access to me every single day? Mm, no. Okay. No, you don't. All right. And you guys all do. All right. Next is make sure you have some kind of business actual plan. Now, not only just plan, but business map. Okay. So asking yourself stuff like, what is the business you're actually in if you want to scale this? Because you're not in the business of ketones. I think we've established that. Right. What business are you really in? And what was your reason for getting into this business in the first place? I think more than anything, your business map should probably be like, we're in the freedom business or we're in the empowerment business or we're in the, um, what is it for you? The confidence business. I don't know. The education business. We're all making, we're in the making the world a better place business. Do you see how that is more scalable? And the reason that's more scalable is because there's only a certain amount of market share. There's a market cap. That would be the business term you're looking for. For those of you who are trying to learn a little bit more about the business world, there's a market cap on everything. So I'll explain it in regards to... Um, food, because we are obviously a food company now. There's a market cap on food. There's a certain amount of dollars allocated in the world to food that people spend. Does that make sense? You understand, right? You can do it with anything. You do There's a certain amount of money that is allocated. People allocate for clothes. They allocate for food. They allocate for, for rent. They allocate for everything, Right? When we say market share as a team, when we're talking about prove it as a whole, when we talk about scaling market share, it's the same in everything. Prove it has to take market share from Herbalife, has to take market share from Arbon, has to take market share from whatever these, you know, and it works, has to take market share from who the hell else, everyone's, you know, you get the point. Any of them. Because yes, we are the only keto company facts, we are still a health and wellness company. There is a certain amount of billions of dollars that are in the, that are the market cap that does not really move. And we have to take market share. Does that make sense? So it's, that's what we're talking about when, we're, when, when I'm talking about that. And if you have a business map, you're starting to see things differently. So Terry has to have had a different kind of business map for prove it to have thought, okay, so this is the market cap is this useful for you guys, by the way? I know I'm talking like really nerdy business right now. Okay. This is the market cap on health and wellness. This is the market cap on food. If we combine, here's our new market cap. Make sense? Like you've changed the entire game. So that's why a lot of companies will, will try to make strategic partnerships. Obviously, we just made an incredibly strategic marketplace. But if there wasn't a business map in place, that kind of stuff wouldn't happen. Okay. Empire U took our market the market cap was still here. Our market share was here. The first Empire U moved us here. The second moved us here. The third moved us here. Do you, you see, like, little things. It's not even just Empire U. Our first level up was, level up trainings were definitely a big, big, that's a huge one we've done, right? That was a huge shift, right? Uh, the giveaways are massive for shifting our market share, right? Um, everything from boards is shifting all of this stuff. But that's all because inside of everything that's going on, there's a business map. 
going back to the lab and the amount of work that is actually happening inside of everything, it's extremely overwhelming, by the way, but it's, but overwhelm, I do overwhelm, girl, you know, that's going to be my book, all right, I've been saying that lately, that's, you know, there's that book, I don't do overwhelm, I'm going to write the the sequel called, I do overwhelm, (laughs) not the sequel, I guess, but whatever, all right, so, (laughs) all right, but ask yourself, what business are you really in, and then, like I said, what is your reason for actually getting this business in the first place, because that business map will encourage you and challenge you to look at um, where you came from, it'll ask for you to really define your purpose inside of this business, and it'll ask you also to really look ahead, and I don't mean look ahead to like, okay, when am I pro champ, when am I rank five, when am I rank eight, like, no, if you want to scale, where does this end up for you? Right. So when I'm looking at this business, I was never just looking at, you know, legend or rank 10. I was looking at, okay, when I hit X amount of money, then uh, income each month. Right. When I hit X amount of income each month, it will then allow me to allocate this much money into investments. Then when I'm allocating that much money into investments, I'm scaling my entire my entire net worth. Right. So you're shifting your mind when you're thinking outside of just what's my next rank to scale. You have to completely change the way that you're thinking. Okay. And if you want to have massive growth, obviously, make sure, uh, well, all of this is massive growth and scaling, right? But make sure we're working on making as much as possible, as perfect as possible, okay? So we don't have control over perfecting the product. I would agree. Would you agree? I would agree. I just said I would agree with myself. I would agree, Jesse Lee. Well done. Ah, <laughs> hmm. oh, dang. Tell me you're tired without telling me you're tired. All right. We don't have the ability to, to perfect um, a... Hold on, come on, let's just sit outside. We don't have the ability to perfect a, a, a product or a website. Here, baby. But we do have the ability to perfect everything that's inside the empire. And what I see a lot of people do is... Um, let me make sure he sits down. What I see a lot of people do, perfect, is they just throw everything that was pretty good away instead of fixing and perfecting what was already pretty good. So the giveaways keep getting better because little shifts are being made, small little pivots. But we're not throwing away the entire kitchen sink we already built, right? When we do a trial campaign or something, we make it better. We had all the scripts and we were teaching people how to use the keyboards in their phone like Brittany just said, boards has made it better, right? Um, power hours were already good. And we were, I swear, like that close to being like power hours, man. Like, the, like we were, but we weren't, right? Like we were like, no, we need the community part, but these are just not effective. And the shift to say, what if we only had cart earners running these has made such a drastic difference. How can you perfect what you're doing inside of what you're doing? I like to make people feel special right? That's just like one of my things. I free, like, and so I sat on a live video the other day, like just doing my makeup and doing whatever. And I don't know, I was doing all kinds of stuff. And, uh, I said, Oh my gosh, I, I think, what was it? I don't know why I had no flowers in my house at the time. Chelsea hadn't sent me flowers yet. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy all these top enrollers, the people that are consistently top enrollers. I'm going to go, I'm going to text every single freaking one of these people and ask for an address. And then I spent in front of everybody uh, on those live videos. It was funny. And I had, to find, I had to find German flower people. I had to find Canadian flower people. I had to, it was, that was crazy. Right? I had to find all these freaking vendors. It was hilarious. 
I spent like $5,000 on flowers. Whoops. Right? Like, but it was, I was like, I, I, I know we do things that make people feel good to begin with, but how can you make a pivot where it's like, all right, you're posting leaderboards, but that's motivating only a certain percentage of people. How can I make the people who really want to be in person, but they can't feel, because obviously COVID, feel incredibly seen, right? Like how can you speak so many different love languages? It's just perfecting little stuff will scale your business, right? It also saves you a lot of headaches in the long run, right? These little things, these little things, these little things, these little things. Um, And so um, the more you focus on just that, you know, and I know perfection doesn't exist, but getting as close to perfection on things as possible, the better off you are, okay? Which leads me to my next thing, which I kind of already just said, this just keeps happening, <laughs> which is create, create as many thoughtful processes as possible, okay? People really matter when it comes to scaling a business. Your customers do matter. Um, just yesterday, uh, there was a customer of mine who's like, oh, I don't, like, I don't know what she said. She said something... Like, she asked for trial pricing or whatever from Stacy, and so Stacy referred her back to me. She's already a website customer, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay, and she talks to me every, like, two months, and she's one of those people where, like, she sends messages that are just, like, not conversation starters, you know? So she'll get, like, three or four word answers back from me, like, oh, that's so great. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. You know, like, it, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, like, there's not, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh... Anyway, messages Stacy and is like, oh no, like I only get like one word answers from her. So I want to, I want to have a new rep, which I'm like, that's, and I literally said, that is so fine. Like, please take her. Like, not because I think it's a sat, not because I think she's sassy, but because what is the long, what is the, what is the right thing to do for that customer? Right? I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to chat with her and I don't want to do keto videos. She's like, I love your keto videos. You, you chat during keto kitchens. The day I start chatting on keto kitchens is uh, the day after never, you know? So since that's never happening, I think she is better served with Stacy. okay? Like, I don't, I don't really want to cust- – yeah, okay, I literally dropped a pizza and freaking set it on fire. We're good. I'm done, right? So if you want to scale the business, it, you have to think so much more long-term. It sucks when you lose a recruit to somebody. It sucks when you lose a customer to somebody and you wanted them to – you know, for a bonus or for whatever. Like, it sucks when it happens again and again and again and again and again. I know. Like, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right? But ultimately, it's kind of like, are we thinking short-term or are we thinking, is that person really going to matter? Right? And then you you don't want to lose customers in the long run to begin with. So make sure your infrastructure is tight. This goes back to the last thing I said with scaling the business. We switched to the Telegram chats to remind people of, you know, food dropping and of, of keto cream dropping and of whatever dropping because Facebook is just not it. That if, if we are relying on Facebook for everything, our infrastructure is weak as a team, right? We're so far ahead of the game on so many things because we're making these little pivots, We've established such a strong framework of, of what actually works and how we can improve. And that core of growth is how you're going to scale your business. Is it making sense? I feel like it's making sense. Tony's head's popping off. Tony always nods the hardest on Zooms. I always just look for Tony because I feel like she's practicing her neck muscles for mermaid life or something. I don't know. There's something, there's something gilly going on over there. That's all I know. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Uh, you already know this, but I know. See, I'm trying to make some mermaid jokes. All right. I'm, I'm getting better. All right. Um, so, 
I know, I did it. I did it. All right. So um, the next thing, of course, and you can see this happening inside of everything we do from the lab to the trainers to the champs to the Verizon champs to the 212 calls, whatever. Establish your strong team. This is a prerequisite for uh, scaling your business. You can't handle everything on your own. So those of you that don't have virtual assistants yet, my God, come on. Come on now. All right. Um, make sure you have people that are helping you out in your daily life. You know, we, you guys really, you know you can sell trials. So can you sell a trial and get somebody to clean your house for you? You know, please. You know, can you, uh, I mean, everything, all of the little teeny, tiny, whatever. Terry just texted me and said, my wife said you're sick. Are you okay? What the hell? And if you are sick, how are you feeling? Terry, I am fine. Thank you. I'm trying to make some money. All right. Get out of here. Trying to make us some money. All right. So anyway, uh, that was thoughtful though. That was cute. All right. So you know what you need to do to move your business forward. And establishing a, a good team around you. I really want to give this coaching because I gave it to a small group yesterday and then I kind of came up on a live video today. It did come up on a live video today. Somebody said, so I have to move house in uh, the next 20 days, which is in the middle of the 90-day run. How do you manage moving house and the 90-day run at the same time? And I literally just said, I hope this doesn't come out. I hope this doesn't come out sassy at all. And this, this was not you, uh, Courtney, but it does apply to you. And so I said, it's funny you say this. I, I just had this conversation yesterday. I said, did you set the prerequisites and the intentions for your 90-day run? And she said, yeah. I said, so you had the conversation with your partner that during the 90-day run, you are not cleaning, you are not cooking, you are not moving a house, uh, or if we are moving, you're getting it set up. Uh, and I'm not, we're not doing date nights. We're not doing this. We're not like whatever it was. Right. I was like, did you set the prerequisites? She said, yeah. I said, so then you make it very clear if you don't schedule the moving company or figure out the friends who are going to move us or whatever. Well, then I guess we're homeless because I told you I needed 90 days. Oh, you didn't order dinner? Well, then explain to the kids why they're hungry. Like, it's not a joke. Right? I'm like, how serious is this going to be? You know, like, I know it's, and the thing is, it's so easy to slide back into our old habits where it's like, oh, I always used to do that, though. So that's why he's asking me to do that. You know, oh, I know. That's why, you know, she's so used to asking me to blah, 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 blah. I'm so used to getting the kids from car pickup. I'm so used to being the one who's at all the swim lessons or whatever the things are that you guys are sacrificing during these 90 days. Like, if you want to scale this you've got to establish that strong team around you. And that should have been established before that 90 days hit. And then just like the book winning said, guys, like you got permission for 90 days from your partner. You need the full 90 days. And then you got to go back. Well, it'll be a different life in 90 days, but you got to go back. You can't stay in psycho mode 90 days from now. Okay. I mean, I'll stay in psycho mode 90 days from now and potentially still be single as a Pringle, but you know, or maybe I'll be with a man who loves psycho mode. I don't know, but something good's going to happen out of this. That's all I know. But establish that team around you. Okay. Establish that community around you. Bolster that foundation around you. 
right? That strength and leverage to scale your business is absolutely necessary. And that, that need to delegate, oof, you need to be able to work on your business, not just in your business. On your business, not just in your business. And the only way to explain this is there are things that only you can do, Whitney. There are things only you can do, Mel and Melee. <laughs> right? There are only thi- there are things only you can do, Nancy. It requires your face, Dion. Right? Only Steffi J can do that. But what are the things that you keep doing that do not need you? Whether it's in your business, it's in your personal life, it's in whatever. I'm not kidding. Like, I looked at my Porsche yesterday. That thing looks like, I don't know what happened. It's been parked in a garage for three weeks, and it is, I don't, I literally don't know what happened. And I was like, that looks terrible. Like, so bad. Looks like a sandstorm hit it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, or like, I don't know. And I had that moment where I was like, should I, like, take that to a... Like, I should clean that, shouldn't I? Like, shouldn't I take that to a car cleaner place thing, whatever? I mean, that looks bad. Even just parked in a garage. Like, if someone drove past that, they'd be like, MLM boss? Like, no, boo-boo. That looks, like, bad. And then I was like, uh, no. I'm, I, it's not my job. MLM dirty. I should get a license plate that says that. I mean, that's as me. All right. Uh, anyway, so the next thing, and you guys know this, I'll keep this one really short is you have to build a brand, you know? So obviously the empire brand is building extremely large. Uh, what is your brand inside of it as well? You know, scaling the business is going to require learning who you are as a company inside the company and what you offer to your customers, to your followers, to everyone. You know, you want to scale this. I think this is one of the biggest reasons why I know her training was so good. This is one of the biggest reasons our team is just dominating in the space. We are on a different level when you compare it to the competition, right? What do we have that no one else has? (laughs) Where would you like to begin? You know? It also is partially identifying our biggest weaknesses, right? There are so many things that I am not good at, and that is why the lab is so freaking important. It's important that I pull in, but I was like, Kelsey, please jump on this call. Like, I need to, I need to get you in the lab. You know, hey, I need you in here. Like, just bring, Andreas, you know, bringing in these, these other people into it too. Hey, Kristen, please get on this, right? Getting these, these top from, like, Team Terry, you know, <laughs> jump on here. Because there are things that are major weaknesses for me that to them, they don't get stressed out about because it's their gift zones, right? By collaborating like that, it has disrupted. It has turned network marketing on its head. People don't even understand. Like they don't understand how we do what we do, you know? And this can take, and, and, and this does take years to figure out, okay? Scaling the empire has taken years. I mean, we're not in year 11 of the empire, but it's been 11 years of me figuring out how to build a business, right? 11 years of me figuring out how to build a business and then putting all those principles into place, figuring out what we wanted as a culture. It's taken a long time for me to say, whoa, whoa, like that's literally not in alignment with our team at all. Like I can't, I can't put you on a stage or I can't let you train the team or I can't let you do, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa. Right. What is the cultural alignment? That's part of your brand. Now that we know what the brand of the empire stands for. And obviously Jim quick was the same way, right? He understood our team's core values. Super, super powerful. I'm just going to go down my list really fast. I have to jump on another call. I know a lot of you got to jump on another call. We're so minute by minute right now. So other things you need to do really quickly, connect with your customers as much as possible, right? 
Those reach outs for this giveaway are going to be massive for you. Create as many raving fans as possible. It'll help scale your business. Teach your teams to do the same thing inside of it. Networking skills, networking skills, networking skills, networking skills. I should have said this one. I could talk about this for 500 hours. Jim would have never been on that call last night if I did not have the networking skills I have. Never. What are the rooms you need to put yourself in? If you want to scale this business, you need to be around people who have different skill sets than you. The amount of people I know that are crushing tech and it makes me go, what? Like, I understand, I'm starting to really understand NFTs now. Not because of me, because of my network, right? I just got asked this morning on another call, hey, have you bought land in the metaverse yet? And I went, shit. And he's like, don't wait. I just bought a Miami house for $3.6 million yesterday. I said, what? Well, the equivalent of Ethereum, right? Like, it doesn't, like... These things that don't make sense to us will make sense when you scale your network, right? Continue adapting and innovating is the next one I, I have written down for all of you. You've got to adapt. You've got to innovate. We're so good at that. That's the only way to break plateaus is through sheer energy, hard work, adapting, and innovation. It's the only way. It's the only way. And then make sure that everyone you're allowing around you are the right people. You have got to protect your energy if you want to scale a business. It is so easy to get pulled down rabbit holes. You guys, I'm not kidding about it when I say, like, I, I literally don't see the negative stuff until, like, it sent to me. Like, a VA sent me a bunch of crap this morning. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> She's like, this was sent, this is that, 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 I said, girl, like, you don't even ever need to send it to me. She's like, yeah, I know. I just, I thought, yeah, okay, I didn't know. And I was like, you don't have to worry. She's like, you didn't see it yet? I said, I haven't followed that person in over two years. I have never seen, I haven't seen a story of theirs in two years. She's like, me either. I haven't talked to them in two years. I'm like, right. Like, you got to protect your peace. You got to protect your energy. You got to protect your organization. You got to protect everything that you can possibly protect in order to scale your business. And it's going to hurt some feelings. It's going to make some people feel some type of way. But everything has to run back to your core values. And if it doesn't fit inside of it, you don't ever need to explain yourself. And I know you're human, so I know it hurts. But that's just the reality of the game. Not every, I swear, last thing I'll say. There are people in your life for a reason, for a season, and for life. And so anytime something crazy happens, which is guaranteed to happen, just ask yourself, all right, well, what did I learn from him? What did I learn from her? Okay. And then move forward. But scaling a business is fun because it challenges you. It makes you learn. It makes you grow. And we learned last night from Jim, obviously. But there's no limits here. This is literally limitless. The only thing that stops your brain from growing and from learning is time. You run out of time, AKA you die, <laughs> right? But there are actual no limits to what you can learn. So learn, 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 get in the right rooms, scale your business and have fun with it. Cause ultimately this is obviously the greatest business model of all time. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. If you loved it, like I think you probably did make sure you leave that five-star review screenshot and put it in your story and tell some friends. Love you guys and appreciate you. Thank you so much for all you do to share the message of the people's mentor podcast. See you tomorrow.